All right, what's up, everybody? Laughing on a die later. 2023. Um, today is 2022. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually 20. That's a. You're hearing this, it'll be 23. Yeah, we're two days away from uh, 2023. I don't know what day is today. The 30th. 30th. Yeah. Okay, it matters. It's Friday. Fuck the, fuck the date It's Friday <laughs> But um We have uh Actually I was thinking On the way I was like A proper way to like uh, To um Introduce why I'm doing this episode And, I'll, and I was thinking I was like uh, I'm gonna share it to When you guys get circus I'll discuss So in context Los Angeles If you're listening Outside of Los Angeles uh, There was a big uh, Like free Free punk show Um But not like free In the sense that it was like You still had to like Enter and like Get your shit checked Which was like A new thing Cause everybody Like from what people think of a free punk show, especially when the Dead City thing happened, everybody like has this idea of like you know lawless chaos, which it was in its own sense, but it was kind of like a free fest, like a literal free fest, not like a a bunch of bands getting together and playing under somewhere or like which that's fine, but it was like a literal free fest. And when I got there, because I you know it was like a big line, I got there just right when Combust was playing or like midway through Combust. Oh hell yeah! And I was like, and and I was like thinking, I was like. Wow, I was like, literally, me and some of my homies came from Oxnard, like, for, like, the few hardcore kids that were there, where, like, you know, two-stepping or, you know, moshing in a combust, you know, fucking, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, uh, fuck, I do it, but, uh, little, the fucking... Windmill shit? Windmill, there you go, like, <laughs> windmill, and then you got, like, kids in the back circle pitting, you know what I mean? You got, like, uh, a kid with, like, uh, Rob Brigade, like, you know, like, like, hat and, uh, Air Maxes, and you got, like, a kid with the haggis, like, pitting in different ways, but in the same for the same bet, mm-hmm. you're gonna see haggis and combust in the same night. That's crazy. Let that sink yeah. in. Let that sink in. Let like for those who don't know much of nothing less, booking or record like that was a thing, a free fest, a free controlled environment fest, where a kid with a haggis patch could circle pit to a hardcore band where hardcore kids were hardcore marching to that. And I think that's the beauty of nothing less. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like. Like, I think a lot of, well, I mean, and it's not a bad thing because I feel like if you're into punk, hardcore, metal, whatever you may be, or a special niche, like, I think a lot of people, you know, like, ride or, or ride and die for that, like, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to book punk shows and, like, or street punk. And then I'm going to book raw punk, like, you know, like, more raw punk style. And I'm going to book, like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? And then it gets too, like, separated, which it's, like, like, you know what I mean? When you kind of, like, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of yeah. gets too, like, everybody in their own lane. Gatekept and yeah, segregated. Yeah, not not inclusive for everyone. And I think gatekeep it from the normies, but don't gatekeep it from each other. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're like uh, you know if you're in like uh, if you're into hardcore and you're like you listen nothing but Madball and and uh, I don't know like you listen nothing but Madball and Terror and you know that's cool, but also like don't like like don't have like don't shut your pur- don't purposely shut your eyes and ears to like oh like a circle pit mm-hmm. you know what i mean but also punk kids you know it goes you know all the way it's like it's just two ways don't straight. like yeah. you know what i mean like it's I, like a I black like, like yeah yeah right. like uh for me like growing up it was i was when i was around hardcore i grew up listening to like the misfits and stuff it was like the misfits and punk bands yeah. and then like on that same mixtape i would be listening to infest you know what i mean like yeah so i don't i never really knew why there was so much separation between like hardcore so like when i got into when i saw hardcore shows when i was growing up i was probably like 18 years old seven like between 15 and 18 i was in whittier going to like the red cross 
and uh, like the Green Turtle and fucking Ibiza is going to like fucking metal fest hardcore shows. And I was like, why the fuck is there no punks here? And why do they not pit? Like, I never, I didn't understand that that was a whole different thing. Like, yeah. Why it was only seclusive for like this kind of crowd, or, or like why we all separated? Because we all partied the same and we all yeah. did the same things together, you know. Yeah. Uh, what I liked about like for like Circus to Discuss, it was like you nailed it perfectly. It was just like one of those things where it was like all these different bands and you're gonna see them all in one night. Yeah. Like you're gonna see Combust, straight up hardcore band from the East Coast. Yeah. And then in the same breath, you're gonna see fucking Cancer Christ. Yeah. Shooting a flamethrower in the air. Like, all in one night, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really cool for band, or for kids, grow, like, barely getting into music, um, for them to experience all of it, because I think you should be able to take it all in. Yeah. And, like, growing up, I was going to, like, straight-up punk gigs, and I was like, wow, like, I just want to go to any kind of love sh live show. So to experience something like Circus of Disgust, like, that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's really cool to open up those fields for other people to just, you know, learn. If, like, one, like, what's the expression? It's like, a tide raises all ships. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when a big wave comes in, all those ships come up together. All those bands are going to grow together. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what I really feel is, like, our our thing. Like, we like to bring in all kinds of different music. And uh, and for context, you're a Roman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Roman. Roman uh, <laughs> I was going to yeah. yeah. Roman, uh, Mr. Dangerfield, <laughs> and uh, Nick. Yes, Nick. <laughs> and just Nick. Yeah, just Nick. Yeah, and Nick. It's like, and Nick, okay. My name's Roman. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> but uh, I think one time I was talking to a homie about it, and I was like, okay, like, what, like, okay, like, is, he's like, it was just like, oh, well, that's how it's always been. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, okay, like. I didn't know that. Huh? No, 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 no. He's, he's older. He's older. Like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's also older. Like, he's like, oh, that's, you know. I mean, and in my mind, what I'm saying, like, I think when, like, because I've heard other people say, like, oh, it's all separate, it's all secluded. I'm not, like, kind of saying, like, oh, we should all, like, every time, you know, like, for never, there's never going to be a regular hardcore show, there's never going to be a regular punk show. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying to mesh everything together, but what I'm saying, but also, I was, if you look at it in, in a deeper perspective, hardcore is very, um, I feel like it's very uh, militant and very, I feel like, very, like, straightforward, and the, those are the good things. You're not, like, it's very, like, you know, like, you don't cry if you, don't, if you get hit, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the fights are a little bit more rare in the sense that it's all kind of, like, you know, you know, you gotta, you, you either gotta know or you, like, you'll eventually, like, get your ass kicked, you know what I mean? You're gonna fuck around or find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, punk, it's, like, um, the good thing is that, like, okay, well, what I'm trying to say is, like, there, every, both has its good thing and bad, right? Hardcore kids need to learn to have fun. You know what I mean? Hard, hardcore kids need to learn, loosen up, and hardcore kids forget about like fuck the man you know what i mean like it's so like people like it's like i know punk to some extent is like too much like okay we're getting too political and it gets too like mm -hmm. okay now you're forgetting the point and you know what i mean and everything it's like fuck everything and then hardcore is like you need to remember it's like kind of like you're just kind of two-stepping and like i'm like for what like or like you're, or you're like there's no anger you know what i mean like you're, you know what i mean like the, like some of the lyrics i'm like to, like that i've read of not big bands but of like certain niche bands like that i know i'm like what are you even talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know, understand there's a message and there's a reason. I'm not saying, like, oh, you're not angry, but it's, like, to some extent, it's, like, okay, like, this is just, like, it's more about, oh, here comes a two-step part than, like, someone being pissed off or, like, having a reason to scream. And then, with that being said, it's, like, there's a specific type of person everybody knows. There's a specific type of kid that goes to a hardcore show. There's a specific type of person that goes to a punk show, whether it's street punk or, you know, hardcore youth crew or mm -hmm. beat down. You know, there's, but there's two 
separate minds. With that being said, it's like if you're if you open your mind to go to a punk gig and to like, okay, maybe I can circle pay with my Air Maxes. You know what I mean, ninety fives or whatever. Then you'll kind of learn, okay, like I don't have to be uptight, you know. And your character develops. You know what I mean? Your character and you as a person develop through getting through different music. When you're a punk kid, okay, maybe I don't have to be fuck me, fuck you all the time. You know what I mean? And like you, and your life develops. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like that's the best advice I could give to people. I'm not saying, hey, let's all like get together and we're all gonna like, you know, hardcore punk is, you know, and, like, no, it's cool that punk has its own thing and there's gonna be nights where like, you know, there's shows where it's like just circle pits, you know, uh, you know, whether it's whatever type of punk it is. And it's cool that there's hardcore shows where you only get to windmill and two step. You know what I mean? But if you allow to yourself to get into different music. It's cool to open up those realms. Yeah, you will you become I mean? smarter. Let those two worlds get together. Um, like, for me, I'm all about including everyone. Like, everyone's invited. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really love seeing hardcore sh- kids go to punk shows. I love punk, sh- punk kids that don't know anything about hardcore go, yeah. you know, experience those two worlds. And I think that those should be more welcomed and accepted. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sure they are. I mean, they're welcome and accepted at our shows. Like, I love to invite a bunch of people to our shows. Like, that's the whole thing. Uh, I like to mix it up. Uh, I do understand what you're saying, though. Like, there is definitely, like, some maybe unintentional gatekeeping or intentional, you know yeah. what I mean, where it's like, no, this is a strict hardcore show. This yeah. is a strict raw DB punk show. This is a street punk show. There's a lot of, like, it's <coughs> very, um, uh, what is the word? Like, like purist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and uh, like, it's cool because you get to, like, maintain a certain, I don't know, like caliber of punk bands that are coming out like if you have like a label or something and you're trying to just like cater to a certain crowd that's cool but i just really enjoy like having more like inclusive inclusiveness. I, I, I think it's kind of like kind of like this one like when uh let's say you're mexican and you bring a jamaican homie mm-hmm. like you introduce them to like look uh we tamales like you know we pozole and whatever you let him taste his food and then you go to his family and you try all those things you know what i mean doesn't mean you're gonna be like i'm jamaican you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or you're going to just be like, oh, okay, like I'm Me- now the Jamaican always be like, I'm Mexican. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like now you're like, okay, now you know, now you know more. About each other, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To me, it's, it's like the same concept of like <coughs> traveling outside of your city, outside of your state, outside of your country, yeah. going to like a foreign place. You, you know, it's new experiences, new customs, new interactions and shit. And you, you grow as a person, like you were saying, you know, I'm going to travel, but I'm going to come back to L.A. because that's home. Yeah. You know? And so it's like the same thing, you know, you venture out to another scene, another show, you meet new people, they have different politics going on, they have yeah. different ways of operating, you know, you come correct with respect for, for their environment, for their home, for their scene, Yeah. you know, you make friends and shit, and that, it's about, for me, it's just like underground music, that's what it's about, it's about connecting and growing. Yeah, it's yeah. about... Main, maintaining that too, and uh, growing is the best thing, like, like, for instance, like when we went to New York, we went to New York... Uh, last year, around this time, it was fucking freezing. Like January. And, yeah, in January, and we went, and I kind of wasn't expecting, like, I didn't know how the scenes were going to be on the East Coast. We went to Jersey first, and, like, our first experience was, like, over here in L.A., we have backyard shows. Like, well, we used to have backyard shows all the fucking time. Now, not so much. It's, like, very far and few, but... Why not? Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't really crack like it used to. Oh, yeah. like, it used to be, like, yeah, yeah. every I know what fucking you mean. weekend. Yeah, yeah. But, like... On the East Coast, they don't have that luxury of doing, like, live music in an outdoor setting, like, in a backyard. So they do things in basements, and I have never experienced that. So, like, for me, like, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this is so cool. Like, 
we just walked inside someone's house and then they said go downstairs and it was just packed with like a room like this this big and fucking we we played with urban waste and uh justers from new jersey and it was so fucking cool and to take it all in you know what i mean so it's like you 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 get to experience all these other scenes you get to meet new people make new friends i think that's kind of like the whole thing for music for me it's not just hardcore but like music for me is like a way to travel it's a way for me to meet new people and open my eyes to different things you know what i mean yeah i mean even jumping not it's not even that far from each other like from new jersey from brunswick shout out brunswick uh, from brunswick to brooklyn we went to brooklyn we played the next night with dog breath and that was like a, a dog breath and hustler and thought thought control. thought control thought like control yeah. so it was fucking killer it was it was like a sold out night and that whole scene was different it was like completely different like and they're not even that far from each other it's like la to riverside you know what i mean it's mm. like okay okay punks over here kind of okay. operate a certain way they operate their own way uh on the east coast it's the same way they all they all have like their own kind of way of doing shows we went to a couple shows that weekend we saw the original reason we went out there was because the new york hounds were going to play their last show yeah oh, okay okay um, so yeah. we bought Amazing. tickets they're like oh fuck it since we're out there let's get the rest of the band to go and like we'll play a couple shows while we're fucking convince like 12 people to fly from over here over there <laughs> so we could go watch a band and, and play some shows <laughs> yeah and play some shows. i was like we're here we'll oh you guys flew over there yeah, yeah, yeah we flew yeah. over there and we didn't take shit dude we didn't take nothing with us like we were like a backpack i i brought like a pair of drumsticks and then i was Severely underdressed for that weather, dude. He's wearing pants right now, but this he is... never wears pants. He's always, <laughs> always wearing basketball shorts, shorts yeah. dude. Fucking Adidas, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but I was wearing that shit and like thermals. I was like, y'all be fine. Those not. Hell, fine, dude. Hell no. My eyebrows were freezing when we were walking, bro. It was cold as fuck over there. But like for me, like the shit that's cool about like punk and hardcore is like we we were fans of like the Dusters from New Brunswick. We were fans of Dog Breath from New York yeah, before we even before we went out there, and that's why like we reached out to like lace those shows up with them because like yo we fuck with their music and two very different styles you know one's like definitely more hardcore one's more punk for sure, um, but the cool thing about punk and hardcore is that it's like that you can like reach out to these bands and they're down to like play with you and set up a show and like yeah. host you out yeah. there and shit you know yeah, every, all there's those, no other no other scene in my opinion is as hospitable and welcoming and like nurturing like punk and hardcore you know? yeah that's true yeah yeah i mean as, as much as like i feel like hardcore and punk is just like butt head i'm like you guys are not it's as bad same, it's you, the same thing dude. no it's like you guys are not even as bad as like i love metal but metal people are fucking weird or they're like they're like <laughs> metal kids like people my age I'm like uh yeah. like but then like a punk kid I'm like oh I, I kind of could talk to you or like like you know like, like, I'll, like I'll I, probably approach a, a punk kid before yeah I'll, I'll, I'll approach <laughs> anything when we're crush kids because I, I understand it a little more you yeah know but like metal kids are like uh, like so like nerdy too like, <laughs> like you know what I mean like like most of them, not, I mean, I'm not saying like everyone, but like for full disclosure, we're throwing a full-on metal show today. No, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, or like metal has more. Like I feel like hardcore and punk also have. I, the, I, you know what's funny is that I I thought like metal and hardcore would kind of coincide a little better because when I was growing up, going into hardcore, like it was like metalcore and hardcore oh, okay, bands yeah. playing together. Yeah. So like for it to kind of like I think it resurfaced and, and it broke out even bigger than it ever was before. Now. Uh, now it's more like hardcore and punk kids get together i think yeah at least in los angeles i feel like bands like for instance like spy 
are like primitive blast yeah they're hardcore oh yeah but they definitely have like that punk feel like just, yeah like even though it's just like floor tom that kind of vibe it still feels punk to me yeah, yeah it's not it's not straight up hardcore so i don't know it's it's a little different including power violence too. i just yeah power yeah, violence yeah, too for sure yeah. definitely and that's like a straight up like you have to know to know about that there's hardcore kids that don't know about power violence they have no idea and there's i feel like la like kids. la you you come across a power violence band oh yeah like yeah. or like california like but if you were to go to like oh yeah it's let's go to tucson arizona yeah and like power, oh actually no no yeah. sex prisoners sex prisoners yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. let's go somewhere, <laughs> let's go somewhere else tulsa oklahoma wisconsin no wait it, wisconsin yeah. has livid but i don't know uh you get my point <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah you understand what i'm saying well because california like but I feel you're like, more likely to run into someone that understands what power violence is over here versus like when you're traveling around you know what i mean well <clears throat> I don't. Well, you tell me like is other scenes because what the way I, I hear other scenes are like very like here's this, here's this, and it kind of connects like dots. By California, I feel like it, it's like water. Like it kind of every like everybody know like you. Everyone. You're like like I feel like other places you're like five people from knowing someone else, but here you're like two people like knowing from knowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a dude who probably is in a hardcore like slash deathcore and like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. gets into a whole other world and you're like you're into like punk and like. I feel like uh, in other small cities, it's like anyone who's into any sort of subculture is just like down for a show or something like mm. if we were to play in the middle of nowhere like anyone even if they're like a metalhead they'd probably still show up to see us you know what i mean yeah. like it's a it's definitely different in in different states and no i mean countries and stuff it's just like dude, a different uh, world. i tell but like that. la you're gonna see everyone. No, yeah. you're gonna see a goth kid you're gonna see hip-hop kids you're gonna see like like tagger dudes that are like down for punk and you go to like we played in where was it new mexico and it was a bunch of like young kids and I didn't even know what they listened to but they looked they loved us and they loved fucking that band Price of Life like shout out Price of Life yeah they were sick. like that new that New Mexico punk scene was like I, I don't even know if it was a punk scene or hardcore scene like I, it was just like LA like <laughs> yeah. you know sometimes you walk into a show and you're like you scan the room and you're like is this punk kids or hardcore kids like yeah. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't read the room. Straight up hardcore. Fucking yeah. Great. They killed it. And uh, same thing in Austin when we played in Austin, Texas it was like we played in a garage and was slam packed and I was like I don't know these are punk kids is it like it didn't matter to me yeah. I was like everyone was just enjoying it you know yeah. what I mean and like that it's similar to LA but uh, there's other cities where you know not so many people are into that stuff you know yeah no but uh yeah I mean I'm alone dude I realized when I left LA I was like oh shit I'm so lucky that I live in LA like yeah. cause I was like like even people think like oh well, you're in California when we went to Arizona I was like well like you could be in Bakersfield Mm-hmm. Like no offense, all the bakers are homies, but like, shit. Imagine you like living in Bakersfield, or not. Or like, shout out to Brad and, and the High Desert scene, but like, like nah, man, like I, like a lot of these towns, I'm like, fuck, like yeah, they gotta travel out, they gotta come over here to play shows, like two hours. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. two hour, and like and it's like fu- like forget about that. Like here, like I remember one time, uh, I took the train to like the rec center, and then like I was like, yeah, fifteen bucks. And I was like, and then I was like, fuck, I got fifteen bucks. And then I remember, because I was really broke, and then I remember they're like, then that's the show, like, literally, like, I took the, I went back to the train to stop back where I came from, and I was like, there's another gig. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, that was like, I'm blessed that, like, I go out of my house, I get the train, you know what I mean? Like, LA is like that. Yeah, that's LA, the, It's like, you can drive, like, 10 minutes, and they're, like, every 10 minutes, you're going to run into a different. No, and we got buses, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like a, like a big blessing. People don't realize that. I'm like, you know, I'm like, 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 I think the dude from Subhumans I was talking about it was like he's like oh they make you wait but you, you know I'm like I don't give a fuck I'm lucky to have buses you know what I mean like even if it comes late like it takes you to like fucking you know what I mean like you, you at least where'd could, you go in Arizona uh 
so you don't even like it because you can't remember it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be like that's what I'm saying, but also here, like I feel like I don't know. I I I know there is like some kids like you know just go to like oh fuck there's something to do and I like, kind of like punk for the moment or hardcore. But like when I went there, I'm like this just feels like kids are here like and I get it you know but like they're not really in it for the music. Like three kids were like okay this is kind of cool and the other kids were just like I dress alternative and I'm just kind of here to like smoke weed. I mean, we're just like, that's fine, you know what I mean, that's fucking shit, but... When we played in, uh, was it Tulsa? Were those little kids, like, fucking, like, 14? No, that was San Antonio. No, where, where no, we no the young, the young kids, and they were like, oh my god, oh, you guys gave us shirts? Like, little Rock. Little Rock. Arkansas, <laughs> yeah. Little Rock, Arkansas, these little kids were just like... There was some kid in there, like, he had, like, this brown shirt on, and it had, like, this sick-ass picture of, like, a lion, like, his mom bought it from at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking he's ever like with his like kind of long hair, like he's growing it out. And yeah, he's shit. trying to be a little different. You can see like he's going down the rock. He's a cub, path, dude. He's yeah. a cub. He's, trying, <laughs> he's a cub. <laughs> he fucking walked into the lion's den, which was Vino's Pizza and Little yeah. Rock. <laughs> I, I saw that shit and I thought it was funny, but at the same time, like I was stoked to see him there because he's gonna check out some like punk band yeah. and shit. You know, he's gonna stick with him forever. And like, <laughs> we ended up giving him some like free shirts and shit. Yeah, and, like they were some uh, zines that we had or the runs had. Uh, razor cake zines, uh, tapes, like, stickers, like yeah. all this shit, trying to put them on game and shit. And they like loved it. They're like, oh my god, thank you. Like, fucking come back. Like, this shit's sick. And like, yeah. no, all right, like, go start a band. Yeah. yeah. That's what we, I don't know. Like, for me, like, that's like what I want to do. I want to inspire the next, like, lifers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the kids that are going to do it next. And maybe one day they'll come through this town and fucking do the same thing that we're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Like, I try to make it a point, like, at our shows. I don't always say it because sometimes, like, my anxiety is just through the roof and I fucking forget or I don't say shit. But I try to make it a point to, like, say somewhere at the end of the set or whatever, like, go start a band, go, like, pick up a camera, go start a zine, go do something. Yeah. You know, and just get involved somehow. Some way, somehow. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that was, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's a very uh, yeah I mean yeah that, that shit does like that shit does like make a huge difference or like not even like uh, not even in the sense where like and I feel like the, yeah the way you're thinking it is the right way but off, like as like from me on the opposite and when I've like uh, I remember uh, one time uh, Mexi Mike uh, shout out to uh, Mexi Section Hate he uh, he, he uh, I was like oh like let me buy a beanie but I was like fuck I had like five bucks left I was like fuck I have no money and I was like, he's like, I'm like, oh, that's a cool beanie. He's like, well, how much money do you have? I'm like, yeah, I got like five bucks. Like, you know, I was like, already going to walk away. He's like, dude, just give me the five bucks. Take it. That's a hot deal. Huh? That's yeah. Hot like, hell yeah. No, and like, it's, and it's not even the sense of like, you're not thinking of like, oh my God, Section is the best band. I like, like in that moment, you're kind of thinking like, oh, like these are like people. You know what I mean? Like, they're not just like, you know, these, they are scary dudes, but you know, but they're not just, <laughs> you know, they're not just like. But they're. they're, they're they're human. Yeah, like, I mean, you get to see, like, you get to, like... approachable. Yeah, like, I'm pretty Maybe sure, like... not approachable, but mostly yeah. approachable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, part. no, yeah, but, like, like the kids, like, he's it, not going to be, like, yeah, punk's the best, you know what I mean? Probably, but, like, I feel like <laughs> to some extent he's also going to be, like, oh, like... like I'm sure, like, like, when he saw you walk up and he's like, yo, you only have five bucks, fuck it, dude, I'd rather this be in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Than just be sitting here on this table and I'd rather put you on game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, and that's it, how I feel. Like, yeah, yeah, it makes I'm you feel sure, like... Here, like, wear the shit. I would rather see this be worn. Yeah. Time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess, like, the kid you guys uh, mm -hmm. met in, uh, what was it? 
Little Rock, Little, Little, Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. Damn, yeah. that kid is done in the trench. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, shout out, he listens yeah. to this. No, but uh, was was bad, bad, dude. Yeah, Arkansas. It was a fucking weeknight too. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it was like crazy. a Wednesday or some shit. But like, see, like that kid is more than just like all songs. I was sick. It's gonna be like, oh, like I lived and felt in my heart what punk ethos is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't take that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's gonna be the takeaway for him. You know, what I mean? like, or for me, that's takeaway for me, and I hope that sticks with him. Like, yeah, something that's something that inspires him to be like, oh, yo, I want to do that. Like, or, or, or like, assuming, assuming, forward, assuming yeah. his mom was like a Christian lady who like, who like, I think she was there. No, no, no. Oh, but like, I was like, <laughs> like assuming the kid for whatever reason, you She's know, like, doesn't, doesn't rebel. <laughs> no, like doesn't doesn't end up liking punk or doesn't end up like going down the road. He still will forever like. Have a genuine connection through punk. You know what I mean? Yeah, or genuine, and like, that, and that shirt, and that shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah. even if that fool doesn't get into like punk or hardcore, just like that experience and the the interaction of that ethos, I hope he takes that and carries it into whatever he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Maybe he has a kid later down the road, and the kid is like, he's like, I want to listen to punk. He's like, well. Punk ain't that bad. You know what I mean? Like, not you know my kid. Like this, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> not in this not town. <laughs> Two words, get out. Hey, and if at the end of the day, like, that one interaction means that he didn't grow up to be some closed off asshole parent. Yeah, there you go. Like, guy, yeah. then that's a win for me. We Dude, it sounds so that. corny, but punk is a mentality. It is. I, I hate that people, like, make it, like, like, even hardcore, too. Like, hardcore is, like, to me, punk is, like, it's a lifestyle. It, it's, it's a lifestyle, bro. It's a, it's a, it is a lifestyle because the mentality is a lifestyle. The way you think is the way you live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Roman always busts my, my uh, balls. Dude. And he's <laughs> like, you're a fucking, you're a hardcore kid. And like, no, all love for hardcore kids, but I don't like see myself as like a hardcore yeah. kid. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes you down know, to hardcore shit. He wears that rotting out sweater. Yeah, oh, yeah, I see you wear that running out. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's what I fucking shout out. It's right there. Rotting out. That's Chapa. Shout out Chapa. Oh, never mind. No, but, uh, but no, I mean I'm a I'm a punk, dude. My pronouns are punk rocker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> my pronouns are hardcore, and then no, I mean like yeah. To me, like punk is like to me, my is like kind of like kind of like fuck you. I'll do what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hardcore, I feel like it's more uh, kind of like I don't know. It always felt it, hardcore. Always felt more like a, like a fist. You know what I mean? Like kind of like but breaking through something. I feel like punk is a fist, and and hardcore is like like I don't know. Like to me, hardcore is like I don't know. How do I explain it? Like, it's like, uh, I mean, like, I, John Jones from the Chromex said, it's like, punk is like, fuck you, and like, like I'm tired of this, and like, I'm sick of this, and hardcore is more like, okay, what can I do about it? You know what I mean? And to, to each his own, you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, which, which, again, hardcore, that's the problem with hardcore. Sometimes it's like, you're just talking about solutions, I'm like, to what problems? Yeah. Roman's yeah. pissed. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, but uh, okay. Let's talk about you guys. Like, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. talk about the subject for a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, we're gonna end up arguing by the end of the day. It's like, no, I was like, uh, uh, but uh, let's, let's start with you. Then. Let's go. You're into crack. <laughs> you're 31 and you're into, into crack. <laughs> you're into crack. Let it crack. These are, these are fake teeth. Really? <laughs> I was like, it's like, it's like, but yeah, how'd you, uh, how'd you, uh, how'd you get into crack? Um, well, let's talk about your childhood. How was, how was your childhood? <laughs> First of all, I'm a fucking meth head. I'm a tweaker. Oh, uh, meth. Yeah, that, was, that was my drug of choice when I was using actively. Oh, well, talk about your childhood. How was your childhood? Uh, my childhood was cool, man. You know, I got. Where were you raised? 
See, I was thinking, I knew you were going to ask, like, oh, like, where are you from? Where are you raised? I kind of was bounced around a lot as a kid. So, where were you like, born? I was born in Montebello. Montebello. I was born in Montebello. I've lived in, like, the San Gabriel Valley, Northeast L.A., um, San Fernando Valley. Why'd you move up? Carlsbad, fucking High Where the fuck Palmdale, is Carlsbad? Palmdale, Lancaster, out there. Shout out that. Carlsbad is a city? Yeah, it's like, the fuck it's like down by uh, San Diego. I went to some fucking military school out there when I was, like, a freshman. I was there for like a year and then I got <coughs> kicked out um but I bounced around a lot initially at first because um my older brother was born blind and with autism and stuff and so my mom my dad wasn't around at the time and so my mom had to like take care of me and my brother she moved a bunch to try and find like the best school districts in the area to like give him like the support he needs oh. a special education and shit you know so I went to a new school like all the fucking time I was always the new kid and like having to start over and make friends and shit like that. So that's why I bounced around at first, like through the younger years. Then once I hit like 16, I got kicked out of my pad um, and I was just living out of my uh, backpack, kind of couch surfing. What'd you get kicked out? Around. That's a fucking, that's a story in itself. But basically like the cops broke my arm when I was 16, um, up in Lancaster, the sheriffs and shit. Uh, me and my parents, like I just got real angry at the time. Like I started drinking and shit. Why were you angry? Um, just kind of mad at the world. Uh, the way that cop, like, beat me up, like, kind of stuck with me. And, like, I was just mad at, like, uh, authority figures and people in general. Um, so I started drinking and all this shit and, like, shit at home. Like, you know, I was 16 and I, like, I was a man of the world. I knew everything. And, like, me and my, my dad was back by that time. And so, like, we were always just butting heads and arguing. And eventually they're like, you know what? You know everything? Go. You know, get the fuck out. I came home from school and, uh, one time and my mom was like throwing all my fucking shit on the lawn and like a trash bag and I was like, get the fuck out. So I grabbed that and I left and I didn't see him for a few years after that. And I just kind of did it. <coughs> Do you guys get along now? Oh yeah, dude. Me and my parents are like fucking, I love them. You know, we're very close. Like we fixed a lot of shit that was wrong from like way back when. I mean, that's crazy. Your mom kicking you out. I mean, yeah. what do you think, no, it happened. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it happened. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I think. That's what I think. Well, how long have you guys been knowing each other? Uh, I probably when, did, when you were in. No, um, I uh, think we've known each other for since like, you were like eighteen, seventeen. Oh, yeah. so he's been knowing each other for a long time. Oh yeah, for sure. So probably like five. That's already like fifteen years. Fifteen wow. years. That's crazy. No, I, no I fucking I hate this fool so much. <laughs> fifteen years. He wakes up in the morning. He's like, "Fuck all you guys." <laughs> <coughs> no, maybe not 15, maybe like like 13 years. But still, it's... Like 13, 14 years. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. yeah, but I've known him for a long time. But I don't think I had known you the entire time you were like out and about like that. I knew I knew no. you when you lived in Palmdale. So at some point you were you living did? in Palmdale. Oh, shit. That's yeah. crazy. They forgot you lived yeah. in Palmdale? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I was like, yeah. no, I forgot that Like we knew each other when I was out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had played a show out there and I think we ended up hanging out. One time. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I vaguely really remember that. Hold on, we'll get back to you. I just want to know his math yeah. story. With Rip All right. Rip-off. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So you got into it. So, uh, so right after you got kicked out of the street, mm -hmm. you got into math. Yeah. 
No, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm waiting for this to kick in. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. You gotta tell me the Mets story. <laughs> no, okay. I, how, I, to you, so like, how, how does it start, dude? Like, So for me, it started with drinking, and I would just drink heavy. You know, I started smoking weed. And that, I just kept it like that for years. It wasn't until, like, I was in, like, my mid-20s I started actually, like, fucking around with drugs. One thing led to another, basically, yeah. over the years. Over the years, yeah. Actually, I lied. So before that, like, before, like, my mid-20s, I have found, uh, like, painkillers. And I was just drinking malt liquor, like, 211, King Cobra and shit, and then popping a bunch of painkillers. And you just, just taking painkillers for no reason? Or, like, you were in pain for a reason? Emotional pain. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> mental pain. Yeah, I was <laughs> no, but I was just trying to get high, you know, I just wanted to get loaded and shit, and that was something that was just accessible to me, like, people that I lived with or that I would stay, they, like, had pain pills, I was a fucking scumbag, and I would just, you know, take the fucking pain pills. Um, How long were you couch over for? It was on and off since I was 16 until about, I don't know, when did I get sober? I was, like, 27? 20. You you couch surfer. I think you started getting your shit together like at 25, 26. Even then, it was iffy. Like no, but there, I mean you were. Like, I mean you were more stable than you were before, though. Yeah. So, so like at twenty five, like I was like I think that's when I did like the fucking nursing program thing, and I was able to kind of keep my shit together for a little while. So from sixteen to twenty five. No, because you went to rehab for aggression equals action when twenty sixteen twenty. It was one day oh, we were right. still throwing shows at Seventh Street. So that was one. Oh, yeah, that was our first show at 7th Street. Yeah. So, but, I mean, after that, that's, like, you went to rehab, and then you came out, and then you started getting your life kind of more on track at that point, and then it went downhill again. Yeah. So, before (laughs) Self-Sabotage, we had a band that we had started where I was doing vocals, too, and he was on drum, no, guitar, and... Bass. Bass, whatever, dude. And fucking, so, like, I got out of rehab, we started, like, recorded, shit was going good, we played our first show, and then I fucking relapse hard like just straight back into drugs also it was an amazing show by the way yeah. really it was yeah. fucking it like was we so played sick. we fucking destroyed that fucking place yeah it was, it was fucking cool. really good and i did that shit like 100 percent sober that was like my first time doing vocals in a band so being sober like, what was the band called aggression equals action aggression equals action yeah it's kind of cool name and fucking like there was a bunch it was you know it's east 7th street so there's like a bunch of like that's rock before, punk kids do you, do you know what east 7th street is uh, that was before okay so light you know what lie detector is yeah so uh before lie detector it was east 7th street punks and that's you know where the storefront where desk control is yeah so right next door they had a warehouse right next so desk control was okay there. I, I know i think I yeah but yeah. there was a warehouse before that and that was the 7th street warehouse that's where we played yeah so the show was gnarly um so like i you know for me, like, fast forward, I was, like, in my early to mid-20s or something, or, like, early 20s. I was, I left the fucking painkillers alone, but I was still drinking and smoking weed and shit. Um, but it wasn't until, like, I started, like, getting introduced to, like, Molly and Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the first gateway thing for me as far as drugs. I fucking did a bunch of that. And then Coke. And then shortly after I got introduced to Coke, like... I fucking spent all my money on coke. I was trying to, you know, be high 24 um, 7. And I couldn't afford it because, you know, good coke is fucking expensive and shit. Yeah. And then someone introduced me to meth. And it was significantly cheaper. The high lasted longer. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. And shortly after, like, taking my first hit from a pookie, like, I was just back out on the street, just running amok. And I did that for only a couple of years. Um, it wasn't like long but like the decline was so fucking fast dude like i just 
started getting arrested all the fucking time. I tried selling drugs. I'm the worst drug dealer because I was doing, I was getting high on all my shit, dude. Like it was just owing people money, getting fronted a bunch of shit, and then just fucking disappearing. Like it was just all bad. He work. also picked up a new habit on top of that, which was like picking up like um, look at all this equipment inside here. <laughs> I want you to understand oh that this God. motherfucker would hit me up and be like, "I got this new guitar." Like, damn, my homie smoked out. <laughs> yeah, but like so. <laughs> Just, just to be clear, I funded my habit by like I found a way to like buy used gear on like Craigslist and offer up, let go, and all that shit. Facebook Marketplace, I buy it and flip it and sell it to Guitar Center. You know, I'd fucking lowball the shit out of them. Like, give me this cabinet for like forty bucks, and then I go to Guitar Center and sell it to them for like a hundred and twenty. You know, and then I'll go. Can buy you steal it? No, no, no. I bought it. He's an honest speaker, dog. He was honest, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that I'm, says a lot. That really I'm, says a lot. I'm a, I'm a horrible thief. If I was to start stealing shell, for sure get caught up. That's like crazy. Yeah. So the only I already did. If I was a tuker, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> if I was a tuker, I'd just steal. I'm like, um, yeah. For me, it's just that's, that wasn't my get down, dude, and I didn't want it to be. You know. Were you homeless? Yeah. Like homeless, 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 homeless. Um, people let me shower at their place. People let me crash at their place. But there were nights where I had nowhere to go and no one to hit up because I burned a lot of bridges too. Yeah. You know. Um, Wait, do you see people now and they're like, and they're like, they're still smoked out or no, 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 no. They're like, fuck you, and they're like, no, no, no like that was me tweaked out. <laughs> uh, no, nah, actually, I don't, I don't run into any of those people anymore. Actually, um, run those bit fucking bridges to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, there's no return. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but I don't fuck it, whatever, dude. That's part of the, yeah. That's a part of the story, you know. That why'd you get sober? That's the that's the. Dude, like, and wait, did you reconcile your relationship with your parents after you got sober? Yeah, after you got yeah, sober. I, so they didn't know about you for like what years? A few years. Or they but, knew you were tweaked out. So like after after like I got kicked out or whatever, I lost contact with them for like two or three years. And then my mom, she's fucking nuts. She hired a private investigator to like find me and palm me. Yeah, dude, and fucking this motherfucker. She's fucking nuts. Yeah, <laughs> just loves you, brother. <laughs> yeah, but like, who does that? That's wild. Wait, so there was like, did you purposely like? Well, I mean, well, like at they, the time, they, how would you like? How would you contact your kid? You have a phone, right? You have phones, right? This, you know, this is back in the days when no one had phones in minutes, dude. Oh, okay, hey, call me, no, call me hey, after nine. Call dude. me after nine, bro. Uh, nice and got me down, bro. Nah, but like back then, what? It was like uh, they nah, had there was phones, bro. You probably had like a chocolate or some shit. <laughs> dude, I, whatever my girlfriend at the time had, dude, I didn't have no fucking phone. I was like, I eventually, the homies let me stay in their pad. There was like two or three different families living in this house in uh, Palmdale. And they, I don't know if you've been in like those track model homes or whatever out there. It's like a two story. I've never been to Palmdale. So it's this house. Anyway. You walk in, it's, they're nice pads, but. You walk in and the, it's like a two-story house. So under the staircase, you've seen Harry Potter, how that fool sleeps in the closet under the staircase. Yeah. They had a closet like that and they're like, you could crash right there. And I was like, bet. I went out, found like a fucking futon mattress, threw that bitch in there. And that was like my little room in there. So I, I stood there for a little while. That's where like my family found me because whoever like my mom hired ended up like tracking me down. How? I have no fucking clue, dude. Wow. I was like, I, was like, I, mean, I got to interview the private investigator. Yeah, it's so weird. How'd like, you find Nick? Yeah, for real. That fool's good. Wait, are you Mexican, too? Yeah. You're Mexican? How's your name, Nick? Nicolas. Oh. Hey, guys. Nicolas? Like, hey, yeah. I was like, okay. oh, y'all from LA know yeah. what Nicolas is. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So the private investigator finds you, and then what happens? Then I fucking, it was like around Christmas time or some shit, there's a knock on the door, and 
the people that live there answer and then they come knock on my door in the fucking closet and I'm like, what's up? And it's like my mom, my grandma, my aunt, my grandpa, they're all at the door, my little brother, I think, and they're like, come home, we're sorry, we miss you. And I'm just like, nah, I'm cool, dude. Like, I'm chilling. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, I was fucking hurt, you know? I was, and I'm stubborn as fuck, dude. Um, Are you still stubborn? Hell yeah, very. I, I Is that true, so. Roman? Stubborn? Yeah, he's still stubborn. Oh, uh, yeah, stubborn, yes. I thought you said sober. <laughs> <laughs> sober? Uh, no, no. Stu- no, actually, no, you're not too stubborn. Maybe with your parents or something, but not not with us. Mm. But I mean, like, pretty open-ended. You're able, easy to talk to. So. Okay, maybe I mellowed out a bit. I mean, yeah. I'm not as hard-headed as I used to be. Okay, so I mean, maybe you're, maybe you're that way with other people, but I mean, as far as, like, with the band and all of us, yeah. like, you're pretty much open ears. Okay, so you, so your parents find you. You say no. They, yeah. what, they just don't talk to you again for another year? No, I think after that, there was, like, like, some hit and miss communication and shit throughout the years every so often and it was it was it the whole time just you like them like reaching out you'd be like no or no or sometimes my dad would swing by like i guess that was the start of us like coming back into contact and like my dad would uh drive out there because he worked in palmdale still and but they lived down there so i would catch a ride with him down to la if i needed to like trying to go to a show or trying to kick it or whatever like i'd catch a ride with him so, like, a couple of years after that, I ended up moving back in with them back here in, like, uh, El Sereno. Well, you were still not sober. Yeah, well, I was still not sober. Um, but, like, I moved in for a little while. I was like, all right, let me get my shit together. And you, and you were in, into meth at the time? No, no. Oh, not yet? Still not yet, no. Okay. Um, you know, but, like, I was still drinking pretty heavy. I was blacking out all the time, fucking bunch of bullshit. So they got tired of that. They're like, all right, you need to go. And then after that, I ended up uh, meeting this chick in Pacoima. So then I just got in a relationship with her and, like, moved in with her and her family. So then I started staying in Pacoima in the San Fernando Valley for a bit. And then? Then that shit ended. I dipped back, back to L.A. I think I, like, went to school or some shit. You think? That's like... Yeah, I don't... Dude, honestly, like, it shit gets so blurred because, like, I was drinking... Like, even when I was in school, like, I'd be in class with, like, a fucking Jack Daniels fucking... Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, you know, just, like, stu- stupid shit. Friend. <laughs> He's not in love. He's not his mom and his dad to love. Yeah, exactly, dude. Why don't you love me, mom? What the fuck? like... No, but... Okay. So, like, the drugs didn't come in until, like, way later and shit, dude. I was already, like... <laughs> working and like I was slowly getting my shit together but then like it was safe to say if you didn't stop drinking sooner or later you're gonna get into something harder I don't think that's true I mean that's not true for everybody no but the way you were going oh, like, the, like, like the way I like to like function yeah yeah probably or like the sense that like you didn't have like uh like you kind of function like a drug addict, even though you were not into drugs so that makes sense yeah, yeah like you weren't really like stable you were really like wanted to like like, the thing I say is, like, um... I was always trying to, like, change how I felt and how I thought. Because I mean, I was, was there I, anything besides punk and hardcore or music at the time that you were like, okay, like, this is, like... this? I'm, like, down for this. You know how, like, everybody in the world, once you, like, are smart or, like, a, a, a human being, there's things in life that you're, like, this is, like, what... Like, this is what I love. You know what I mean? It wasn't until, like, yeah. I, I got, like, sober that I found mm-hmm. shit that I, like really loved outside of like punk and hardcore but it was always punk and hardcore that that carried me through fucking everything so you weren't into punk and hardcore or you were like whatever like you probably would have just I, I don't know if i'd fuck as as fucking lame and cheesy as it sounds i don't know if i would fucking be here right now if it wasn't for like punk and hardcore. that's gonna be like the, the quote 
Nick, Nicolas, Nicolas from LA. As cheesy as it sounds, I don't know if I'd be. That's crazy. That's really crazy. So like, I guess I got sober because like I fucking kept getting arrested. I kept getting into stupid shit. I was owing people money. Like it was just getting <coughs> real bad for me. Like I, my I was cornered. You know, like I felt like I was cornered, and. It, the last time I got arrested was when I decided I needed to get clean. And it wasn't even for anything stupid. I mean, for anything big. My homie fucking rolled through a stop sign. We were on our way to Jam in Covina at this rehearsal studio. And I always had my shit on me, you know. And so he rolled through a stop sign. He stopped. We get stopped by a cop that was right there. Of course, I have warrants and shit. My homie has warrants. And then he goes through my backpack and he finds like a couple eight balls of speed that I have. And I was like, fuck. So then he takes me in. And that was like a regular thing for me at that point. The fucking sergeant at the police station in Baldwin Park knew who I was. He knew where I lived. All that shit. Like, they knew who I was. Oh, they hated you. They didn't like me. I was always giving them a hard time and yeah, shit. Like they would follow my wife sometimes. You have a wife? Well, my ex now. Like, but uh, You were married? Yeah. What the <laughs> Punk. <laughs> Look, in less than two minutes, if, punk, if it wasn't for punk, I wouldn't be alive, and I was married. Yeah, life is, life bro, is not, I, I it's got, not linear, bro. Life got, goes a lot of different ways. I got, I got married. I mean, married is like a huge thing, bro. I got married. married in Vegas on my way to rehab. That. Then, Why'd yeah. you get married on the way to rehab? Yeah, I, dude, I was. You're just that, a That's a whole other conversation, dude. It's, <laughs> I've, I've lived a life. In <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, I can't believe you're 31. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he looks like he's 42. Yeah, you look like he's 42. Fuck. We're busted. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking ran through. <laughs> For real. So, dude, we haven't got into Roman's side, dude. We're already like having an episode. And now, you know. So you got married. You got divorced, or? I, I think the divorce is going to be finalized in January. And you're yeah. still not divorced. Yeah. But, so, okay, so you're yeah, still married. Process, yeah. Married, sober man. <laughs> kind of. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, but whatever. So, okay, so you get sober. Was it was it like a ah moment, like a light shining, or was it just like, ah? So I remember sitting in the fucking, in the, the cell next to my homie. And we're just there. We're trying to, like, make a phone call to, like, for someone to, like, pick us up or whatever. Um, and I remember sitting there next to him again. I don't even think that was the first time I'd been in that jail with him. It for sure wasn't my first time in that jail. And I remember sitting there just thinking, like, because I'm, like, a year older than him. So, like, not much, you know. But I just remember sitting there and be like, damn, this is my homie. I give a fuck about him a lot. I should be like looking out for him and we shouldn't be in these situations, you know? And for whatever reason, I was just like, man, I'm fucking tired of this. I'm tired of having to fucking come down here and fucking go through the process, you know? Like in the movie, like, hey, what's up? Like all the cops are like, what's up, Nick? It's like, <laughs> Baldwin Park, you know, police station, the 77th Street station, the fucking Alhambra police station. Like, I was just tired of it. And for whatever reason, that time was like the time where I was just like, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm fucking done. I can't. I but can't. but like your homie being like a extra push, like yeah, like, yeah, like he, he he didn't push me to get no 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 no. But, no, like, but like that the idea yeah, of like that he's it was like that external thing where it was just like damn I need to do better for myself and those around me. That's that's what I got from that 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 last time I got arrested. So you're like a very like uh, self sabotage person, but yeah. you're very uh, you're not like um, 
You, I mean, probably, but you're not like very like fuck me and fuck everybody. You know what I mean? Or like I, I used to be. Oh, okay. I used to be super like angry and fuck. And like I'll sink, I'll sink you down with me. Not not like I'm gonna bring everyone down with me, but like there were certain points where I was so fucking angry and just like, yeah, I'm gonna burn the world down, dude. Like fuck it, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not not anymore for sure. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of shit that I had to kind of address internally, uh, emotionally and mentally, and all that shit. You know, there's a lot of growth during those those years after I got clean. And so when did you get divorced? This year, 2022. You got, oh, so you got divorced like normal, like normal. Like, yeah. or, or was it like you got sober and they're like, fuck, what did I do? No. I mean, that's a whole nother fucking story. Dude. I kind of want to hear it, but we'll say. I mean, I'll tell you. If you want to do part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just sorry. We're going to take a podcast on your life. Like, fuck. Uh, like, you, you should. You really <laughs> should. I swear to God. It's not even should. that interesting. Dude. It is. What? I was like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it's like a show. You know what, like, you know what, like, okay, you know what a show is, like, so, like, we don't know what to do with the show. There's highs and lows. No, and, and no, but, bags, like. no, but you're like, oh, like, the show is, like, right now, season six, we're gonna have to, like, do something crucial, and, like, you get married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 oh, shit, now we can, now we can, like, we can stretch this bitch to season this ten. This solve everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like, it's, like, season five, whatever, it's okay, cool, and then, like, the season about to end, and then, like, okay. Nick's gonna go to rehab, he's gonna do it gets married to be continued <laughs> yeah and then like gets married and it's like what oh no yeah and then you know i fucking i checked into rehab i got married chilled for the night partied whatever and then the next day i went and checked into rehab or that night wait when you when the day you party still like got fucked up and did drugs hell and, yeah i was so fucking spun when i got married i was so high dude like, I was, <laughs> oh and you went to rehab and like, then i went to rehab i was like all right i'm a fucking sober up i'm cool that night, like, I, I started feeling like shit, and I fucking pass out or whatever. And I don't know what the fuck it was. I was probably having a stupid-ass dream, but I just remember waking up because I felt like something, like, fucking, like, you know, like, fucking wake me up. And I could have swore I heard something in my ear whisper, like, leave. And, like, it just felt so fucking real. And I jumped up. I grabbed my shit, which was, like, I don't know why. I don't even play bass, but I had a fucking bass guitar with me. <laughs> And I, leather, and I had a leather jacket and it was like fucking mid midnight or one in the morning and I <coughs> tell the staff there I was like yo I'm, I'm fucking leaving I'm checking myself out because I went in voluntarily I was like I'm checking myself out and they're like no no you gotta stay I was like no I'm, I'm out and I'm I, starting a band I fucking <laughs> I leave the pack and it's fucking pit dark, dude I have no idea where the fuck I'm at so I just start walking and I come across this like building this parking lot and I'm just there having a cigarette hours go by and then this fucking dude comes out of the shadows and was like, are you here for the AA meeting? And I was like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> like, I'm trying to find my way home. I'm trying to get to L.A. And he's like, you want a cup of coffee? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I go in there and they had like an AA meeting and shit. He let me use his phone. I call up my, my wife, my, my newlywed wife, who she, she's the one that drove me out there and dropped me off to rehab. The next day, you know, she went straight to work. So I call her while she's at work or getting to work in the morning. I was like, yo, I need you to pick me up. I checked out of rehab. I have no other way to get home. Like, I need you to come today, right now. And she's like, fuck, I'll try and leave work early. So she does. And she drives all the way back out to Vegas to pick my ass up. And your wife, is, was, or your ex-wife, was also into drugs? Or? Nah, she wasn't. She not, wasn't? Nah. Damn. Like, never really into drugs at all. She uh, she was born with a heart defect and has a pacemaker, so, like, she never really fucked with drugs or anything, you know? She drank, 
like a normal person yeah. or whatever, but she was never into drugs. And she was like, someone did meth. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. But to be fair, like, we had known each other way before, before I even got into drugs and shit with oh. little kids. She was, like, one of my first girlfriends and shit. So she knew, like, who I was prior to all that, you know? She saw kind of past all the bullshit. And you been sober for how long? Uh, it would have been five years in February. Wait, so are, are you scared? Because now you're drinking. Yeah. Are you scared mm-hmm. that you might go back? No. That, like, one day you just drink a little bit too much? Or, or like, you're having fun? You're like, oh, like... Another beer. Like, then damn, I, I need to sober up. Let me get a line real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're not scared at all. I thought, you know, I think if I'm going to be 100% honest, I think that fear, even when I wasn't drinking, that fear was always in the back of my head. You know, because doing the work that I do, I see I see people fuck up all the time. I see people do great things in, in the recovery and with their mental health and stuff. But I also see how very fragile it all can be and how one wrong move can just like really break things down for people and they just go right back to where they're at. So even when I was 100% sober, I think in the back of my mind, that was always a fear. Um, Is that fear bigger now? No, I, I don't think it got bigger. I think it's still there. It's still the same that it was before. Um, but for me, a really crucial part about me not really stressing like that about it is that I feel like I've built up a pretty good support system around me. I've learned how to, like, really communicate, like, what the fuck is going on with me now, you know? Like, I, I don't hide the fact that, like, I'm drinking and, like, I stay in my room and, like, I'm drinking all the time and shit like that. Like, if it was like that, that for me at least, I feel like there'd be, like, some concern. Um, but, like, now, like, I go out and I drink and I hang out. That one fucking, we went to go see Scowl and Primitive Blast at the Roxy. And me and uh, our guitarist, Craig... Had a couple too many shots. I got <laughs> fucked up, dude. Oh my god! Listening to sad ass music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But no, I think like I'm good now. Um, I guess tune in for the next episode to see if I checked into rehab or not. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, two years later, and it's like, oh my god. No, um, but like I'm chilling now. Like I'll go out and have beers. Like if I'm hanging out, you know, at a show or with the homies and stuff. Um, I'm not, like, <clears throat> drinking and driving. Like, if, if I'm drinking, I'm going to, like, you know, catch a ride or get a lift or some shit. So, to be clear, you didn't, you were, like... Okay, because I have, for some reason, I had the assumption that you got married out of, like, an accident. No, no, no. So, like, accident. you got married, and then you had a relationship after, and then ended yeah. that, like, on its own terms. Not, like, on a... Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. On my own terms. Um, I think, honestly, like, you know, getting... When I did get married, um, I wasn't in my right, like mind or whatever but it was just like an impulsive thing do you have an engagement or like proposal nah it was just we're driving over there and we're just like Like, fuck it I bet dude bet it's like and you're not down yeah damn yeah so that's just you know that's that dude like I like to say damn that's crazy damn that's crazy (laughs) just like that like no expression it's like that's crazy (laughs) alright Roman look bro you want me to go on after that I can't follow up this motherfucker. <laughs> You're headlining, bro. You almost died. <laughs> I know. When? You told me you almost died one time in... Uh, uh, which time? Punk rock bowling. I was like, all right. Was that me? <laughs> was I don't know. I probably almost died a lot of times, too. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Well, you're sober, too, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be. Yeah? <laughs> he squinted his eyes. What does that I'm mean? trying to be. Okay. I'm trying to be sober. Okay. But I'm not. So, how was your childhood? Uh, it's a good. Oh, you just had a you had a crazy haircut, right? <laughs> 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 
I was like, damn. What? Was like, he's, all, he's all, that kid had a bad life with that haircut. <laughs> what happened? Looking like, like fucking Duke Nukem. <laughs> Look at this shit, bro. <laughs> Look at it. Come on, bro. Look at that big ass head, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> He was a model in the series. <laughs> you, you look like you bullied me, bro. Bully. I was a good kid. Dude. <laughs> you look like a bully. Yeah, <laughs> I was a bully for sure. <laughs> a bully face. No, I wasn't. I wasn't a bully. That was a. I was actually like the really quiet kid that didn't really do too much. Like, like what, what's wrong with Roman? Cousins, huh? I was like, what's wrong with Roman? Oh, that's that type of kid. Like, like is, is Roman okay? Like, there's something wrong with him because he doesn't talk very much. Okay, why do you talk like, so much? I'm one of those people that like to listen. Now I talk a lot. Yeah, it's hard for me to shut up. Yeah, make uh, up for a lot of time. Like, now I, I was like, a, I was a quiet kid, and I was just like one of those kids that just took everything in, like my environment and stuff. Yeah, you have siblings. Yeah, I have a younger sister, two younger sisters, and a younger brother. So you're the oldest. Yeah. So how was that? Being the oldest, be, be, yeah, be the. Like, <laughs> it's fucking hell, dude. <laughs> how was that being the first kid of? Uh, it's a, it's a, of, uh, Were your parents like, 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 really together and then had a family, or they were just like? No, yeah, they were together. We had like an actual family, like it was a family for a while, and then. Uh, what happened? My my pops went to prison. Oh. So my dad went to prison. My dad was in prison when I was born. Okay. So when I was born, my dad, my, I didn't meet my dad until I don't even know when I met him. Honestly, you're old or no? I was a kid. I was like, oh, you were like no, but you were old as a kid. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe a year or something. I can't remember. I really, I'd have to ask my mom. But uh, I just remember that he wasn't there for a certain amount of time, and like, you know, we I had grew up with my siblings. We were all really tight with each other because we were all we had. Um, We grew up in uh, mostly like South Whittier and like West Whittier, so mostly from not too far from here. So Whittier is pretty much like my stomping grounds, but I mean, as far as the childhood, like I had a good childhood. It was just like hard for my mom because she was single parent looking after, uh, you know, four kids. Was your dad locked up for a while? <clears throat> he was locked up many times. <laughs> oh, okay. So not, not for just a while, but many times, you know, uh, he was cool. He was just for sure he knew how to get into trouble. He was a, he was a very stern, hardened man, like, I don't know. For me, like, I, I thought he was, like, the most unapproachable, like, scary person in the world. Wait, hold on, let's you know pause I mean? it for a bit. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. So your dad got, goes into prison a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Is that what we said last? I don't know what we said, but... Yeah, that your dad was an unappro- unapproachable man. Uh, I, I just felt that way. You know, he was... So that's why you were quiet. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was mostly just... I don't know. He was a scary guy. You know what I mean? Are you still around? No, he passed away... Uh, Two years now. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. But like, did you ever have a close relationship? No, man. Like, I mean, I th- I like to s- I like to think that we did when we were like really young. Like when I was younger, as a little kid, like in the formative years of like six to like twelve or oh, something yeah. like that. And then like I just kind of grew estranged and grew distant from him. I don't really know why, but it happened. And uh, and when he passed away, were, <clears throat> were you parents still together or? Uh no. So the, when my dad passed, he passed away from the sickness. It's called Huntington's chorea. So it's a, it's like a d- uh, degenerative disease. It's kind of like Parkinson's and uh, like dementia. So he wasn't really like coherent. He couldn't walk. He couldn't move. Like all of his like body movements, he just. Where did that come from? Uh, well, it's a hereditary disease. A what? A hereditary disease what? that's passed down through your genes. Oh shit! So you so, might have it. I don't know. It's okay. like. Um, it's like one of those things that I think if you look at it, it's like a one, 
one to two chances that you could have it. Like, so there's four kids, and there's a chance that none of us can have it, or for sure two of them are gonna have it. You know okay. what I mean? So that's the thing. Um, yeah. So we don't know. I don't want to know because if I knew, I'd probably blow my fucking brains out if I had it. You know. Um, but or you, might not, like, or you might not get there. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is like my dad died young. You know what I mean? He was in his sixties. That's uh, yeah. It's, it's young. I think it's a young life. You know, my grandfather's already in, approaching his eighties. You know, so I, I think he's lo- lived a very long life. Yeah. But uh, like growing up. But we just weren't very close because of that, you know? I mean, not because of that. Maybe I was just angry that he was sick, you know what I mean? Like, I had a lot of upset, like, held aggression knowing that, like, I didn't have, like, a normal childhood. Like, huh. like seeing kids and, like, being like, how come you have a good relationship with your parents and thinking, like, that's cool. Like, how come I don't you guys it. can play be- baseball or do flag football? And, like, I did that stuff, but it didn't, like, it didn't look the same as everyone else's life, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I feel like I always had those, like, things held inside, and I was always upset about it. So I guess that's what made me become kind of bitter about the world, and my outlet was music. I used to lock myself inside a fucking bedroom, and I had a guitar with two strings, and I just dedicated my fucking days, every single day coming back from school, like, trying to learn how to play Master of Puppets and fucking on two strings, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it wasn't until I was like 14 or 13 that I, I got like an elective class in middle school that I played a guitar with all of its strings. Mm. Like, wow, like, <laughs> this is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to fucking play guitar and I just always wanted to play music my entire life. A lot of the stuff that happened at home was I think what kind of pushed me to play music. I yeah. think uh, it's like a direct I, I think it's a, it's a healthy thing, you know what I mean? I'm happy that I went that way. There's yeah. a lot of bad things that I've gone through, and things could have been way worse. Like, my whole family, they're all, like, gangbangers. Like, oh, okay. All of them, you know what I mean? And at least on my dad's side, you know what I mean? And they were kind of, like, I could have fallen down that path, but I didn't. And I'm happy I didn't. And I got to experience life the way I'm doing it and kind of living on my own terms, playing music and getting to travel uh it's 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 crazy man because like i see a lot of people that grow up in like those gang gang fucking like lifestyles they don't they never leave the block you know what i mean they don't leave the hood yeah and like that shit's real like that's a real fucking thing maybe it's not a real thing for a lot of people around the world but like here in la that's a fucking predominant thing like yeah straight up that's what it is uh, yeah but yeah. yeah i've talked i've talked about it many times yeah it's, it, it makes it a it makes me upset when I see like when I see uh LA creatives. LA, you know what I mean, like so and so. You know what I mean? Or like or like look, I'm from LA or like or like like they have the little plane emoji on their bio. You know what I mean? I'm like it, it makes me mad because people who are from LA who like are like, you know what I mean? It's like they don't like I can get I didn't get to see Highland Park or Echo Park until I went to shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stayed in like, you know, the Florence Firestone area my whole life and like going out was like going to HP which is like fucking that's the hood right there yeah that's the straight up that's the fucking hood where where you were (laughs) but like like you know like Mm -hmm. us going out was like oh we're gonna go to HP and like you know walk you know and see the stores for the billionth time Mm -hmm. you know what I mean or like and it makes and like yeah and it's just that was your whole world right there yeah like your your world was very closed off because like look getting past that seems like unrealistic yeah like in my head i was like i'm never gonna whittier is as big as it i don't need to go anywhere they got fucking 
They got tacos. They got, fucking, they got tacos. They got a food for less. Like, why do I need to leave? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I totally understand why. No, and my, a lot of friends were still there. And my, and my was like, I, I, it's not that I, or a lot of us weren't like, it's not that we didn't want to leave. It's like we didn't know. Yeah, the I mean, it's like the opportunity never came. And that's the thing is like I guess like through music I found that opportunity. <coughs> yeah, no. Like, and as soon as I graduated high school, I left for tour. I was like, "Fuck this!" No, like and house. and like or even like it sounds crazy, but like I never I was like I saw like because this like we're just, like it sounds crazy. I don't think I've said it, on, but we used to go like to white neighborhoods and like and like to us like our, like my aunt like my our aunts my aunt like my like my other aunt we would all drive together and go to yard sales. Mm-hmm. And like buy stuff like that was like oh shit like we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get gonna to get something nice yeah we're gonna like we're gonna go and like so well, this is what <laughs> what we used to do when I was probably like nine or ten we used to my grandfather used to take us all he'd put us he'd pile us inside a fucking like old fucking van an Aerostar like those old fucking nine like a ninety one ninety two fucking Aerostar yeah. it was like a champagne <laughs> van a clear that constantly had Vicente Fernandez like fucking always on bro yeah like that's the only thing that you were listening to but it was saturday morning and for sure we were going to the swap meet if we weren't doing the swap meet we're yeah. gonna drive to beverly hills and we used to drive through the alleys and we used to drive through the alleys and i used to see tennis balls like on the floor and that's like i don't know why that's stuck in my head but like i remember picking up tennis balls like being like eight or nine years old being like wow like what the fuck <laughs> going to the trash <laughs> trying to finding furniture for our house like i remember like yeah they throw some bitch bro, shit. Yeah. <laughs> i was like, like, like <laughs> i was like i don't know whose desk that was but it was a very nice expensive one and we had it at my house for a long fucking time but we found it in the fucking garbage in fucking beverly hills that's like straight up like Mexican shit, like going through the fucking white neighborhoods and being like, yeah, what well, what can we take? <laughs> no, and uh, that's one man's trash is another yeah. man's treasure. You know what I mean? And dude, and to make it crazier, oh, I was going with that. I forgot. Like, is that that was like the very few times I saw white people. <laughs> like, no, and not, not to be like you know whatever, like discriminatory. Like, it's just like it, that's the it's way it was. Just what it was. Yeah, like I like so when I when I saw terror. 1720 which is like two train two train uh two train stops down i was like oh like ter- like there's a show like i know harm's way kind of so i was like i'll go there and then i was like you know and then i go and i'm like like a root of sea of white people you know like, not, like, <laughs> like no none like, of you were supposed to be here <laughs> no like it was just like no like white people and i was like oh what the fuck is like an asian dude and it's like like yeah, this yeah, is like yeah, yeah, dark yeah, cool. but Asian. I was like, I'm not sure what he is, and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, oh shit, and then like you hear like, because um, it's all literally Mexican. So like, you, you know when you when you say that, you know the way I'm looking at it right it's now, it's kind of like dude. it's a culture shock for sure. But you know what? <coughs> What's crazy? It's kind of like, so like we're all from these areas, and these people who have a better privilege in their life just go inside there just for the show and they get to leave yeah. whereas opposed to like you or like a lot of our friends like they had to live there you know what I mean like yeah. that's where they lived you know yeah. what I mean so it's kind of crazy to see that so I, I understand when you walk into a room you're like that's not what I was expecting to see at the 1720 especially no. and if you know what the 1720 is <laughs> you fucking know exactly what that neighborhood's like you yeah. Yeah. you're not expecting to see like <laughs> it's a rough area yeah you know? no and like and then it's not even to be like oh like Fuck white people or fuck rich people. It was just like it was a very like whoa, like you know what I mean? Like like, and then now it's like whatever. You know what I mean? It's whatever. But it's just like I think I look back and then which is not that long ago actually. It's like three years ago or four. Then I was like wow, like like you know I never went to Echo Park. You know what I mean? Like all those fucking LA creatives. Like you know I'm doing coffee and all that, or like you know reading a book. 
I was like, that's like crazy. You know what I mean? Or like even when like I, when like, right now I'm not working, but when I worked there in Highland Park or Highland Park, I was like the idea that like oh I could, I could leave work at. Like, like we're down by three, you know what I mean, or two. Like you know, working at a coffee shop, I was like, I felt kind of like damn, like I feel like I haven't done enough. You know what I mean? Because like you're such in this mindset con- where like you're conditioned through capitalism. Yeah, mother. like like yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I I worked at factories and I'm like, you know, like you kind of felt like you had to be tired by the end of the day, or like mm-hmm. like or you didn't get any work done. Yeah, yeah, or like, and I'm like, I'm like, but I'm getting way paid more for like less hours mm-hmm. and you know what I mean, less work. But it's like in my head, I was like, like like it wasn't like so much like. uh like oh it's all about the money or about like it's just like mentally me it's like i feel like useless you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it, that's like that's a whole we could talk about that in a whole but yeah you're being you're you're that's us being exploited dog yeah that's what that is no yeah and like today on the way here i was like thinking about uh what's it talking like oh because literally you know I, I, he, te- he was like he's like oh i'm half an hour there i was like oh, the bus left me where i used to work you know in the uh where all the fucking factories are you know, like uh, it's like down Slauson, down Slauson, like, like Vernon. Vernon. Yeah, Vernon, but Commerce. Yeah, Commerce. There you go. Like, cause that's where, like, when I got an agency, like, uh, I was, like, you know, I used work. to work at FedEx over there. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I used to work there all the, like every fucking, you know what I mean? Like every like this corner, that corner, the one behind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just realized, I was like, this is like modern slavery. Like a, like, cause I remember, I I I remember specifically that job. Like that was the last. God, like that's the last fucking factory job I had. But I remember that, like I this was in, like like less than a year ago. I went and then um, it was like already like lonely. Like I remember the, everybody waited outside and like from the outside, you know, it looks like nice. You know what I mean? They all look nice. I was like waiting outside. No, yeah, that's how p- people think. And then I went and I was like, and then I remember the only reason everybody waits outside to go into work, and the only reason. You could go inside as if someone opens a door. So right at seven fifty or whatever, we went at eight. Seven fifty seven, some dude, some office dude, like no one in that in that of the workers had a card or had any way to get in. So you know you had to be there on time because as soon as someone passes by and opens a door, everybody rushes in to like, you know, like and I was like, Wow. And I remember thinking I was like, That's like slavery. That's like and then you and then I was like and I remember you don't see the owners because the owners are like some dudes from Europe or whatever and I'm like you don't see the owners and when you see the owners you're like how is the guy who's telling me what to do the guy like right above me not the like super owner or anything is a Mexican dude mm-hmm. and I'm like and it's like and it reminded me of what's that movie um, where uh, I think it's like it's about uh, black slaves and then I think the guy who like you know it's like the the chiefs or whatever but the guy who ends up hitting the people is like a black dude who ends up you know who ends up thinking like he's higher than everybody because he, he has to help the sheep I'm like that's how it is here. Like they get this, they like bring everybody here. Like you work like animals, and the one who speaks English is the one who ends up like, you know, getting like a raise. And you know what I mean. And then he thinks he's a shit, and ends up t- treating the other people like shit. That way, the actual owners and the people who are like, don't you know? They don't get to see shit. They're just like, you know what I mean? They're just like in their office. Uh, they're probably yeah, they're home, and then they're like, we'll, we'll make the we'll make these people fight each other. And the smartest one gets to do the work that we don't want to do. That's crazy. Modern slavery. It's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So, <clears throat> what did Soyas you know about? Um, it was funny. We uh we did like a some dude did like a write up on like self sabotage for like an online um, magazine thing and so I you know, got brought up and he was just like 
asking like are you an if, if you're like gang affiliated and stuff like that <coughs> and you know give them some background on it but none of us are like gang affiliated or anything and so i had to like explain to him like so as he knows more about our experiences growing up in in those environments not necessarily being a part of a gang but we have family members who are part of gangs we have friends that are a part of gangs um, you know, family members and stuff. And so just growing up in those in those neighborhoods, in those environments, and just seeing all this shit around you, shit that your neighbors go through, that your friends go through, sometimes, like, you know, family members and shit. Um, and just the kind of talk, that, that mentality of trying to escape it, you know? And a lot of times it's like you feel like that's your only option, you know? Um, is like you, you join the neighborhood, you join the gang. Um, for everyone has the reasons, you know, different reasons and shit, but it's just about our experiences kind of just growing up or being around it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it kind of makes me think, like, like, uh, like you were telling me about, like, your dad. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, really, like, fucked up. That's, like, and then you tell me about how your parents left you, or, like, well, they, left, like they, they left you on, yeah, they, like, left you mentally, I guess. And like they, they were like they stopped giving a fuck for, for, in their own way, like that's two sides of this. That's like two different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's two. You know what I mean? Um, but that being said, it's like, uh, I remember. You know, you guys know Ruben Prasel? Uh, so yeah, he one time I remember he was looking. He showed me a photo book. I'm not gonna name who the person was, but he showed me a photo book and then he showed me a picture of this person. It was like this kid, like around my age, like actually. I think I was younger at the time. He was like, I think it was like my homies. Like, I saw my homie, whatever. I saw my homie next to him. And then he tells me like, and then he's like, he's like, oh, who's that kid? Because the kid looked crazy. You know, like this crazy punk kid, but like, not crazy the way he dressed, just like his face. You know what I mean? Looked like very demonic. And I was like, oh shit, like that's like, that's like, like looks scary to me. Like just looking at him. And it's not even because he's punk. It's just like, he just looked like he had a very like vicious grin. And then he was telling me, he's like, and then he was like, oh, like, yeah. That. Like, he ends up telling me a story about like this kid, you know, like, you know shit happened and like he's like and you know long story short yeah like he had a mother who was like his his mom was a crack addict you know or like or whatever was her addict and then she was already like a like a lady who was like no in the punk scene but who already was like doing drugs and then he had him and then he was just like homeless you know what i mean yeah. and i think about him like and then my homie chango who was next to him his mom was also a drug addict and had him but his but he was like put up for adoption and was adopted mm-hmm. and i think i'm like oh shit like chungo like to the outside world your story's fucked up it's sad you know what i mean it's like horrible like and i'm not taking it away but i was like you're kind of lucky because like look, look at these two kids same age both brown both like same thing but i was like you get you were the chance to get adopted you don't you don't you know in your mind you're like oh like my life sucks like i never met my mom and you know that that's a whole thing but it's like I think about that. I'm like, like the way you're saying about like, like fools from the hood. It's like, to some extent, because like, I grew up in the hood, and a lot of people get like weirded out when I'm like really friendly or really like, uh, what's it called? Like, um, I try to be a uh, sort of like, like very like you know like nice. You know what I mean? A lot of people like have this like, yeah, yeah. yeah, have this like whether it's like and both punk kids and hardcore kids have this mentality where it's like, oh, you're from the hood, like, you got to be this, you got to be that. And I'm like, and then like, and I think I'm like, but like I had as much as I grew up in this fucked up place and I saw a lot of shit that a lot of people wouldn't see 
I was like, you know what I mean? Just open the fucking door. Your <laughs> <coughs> cheat, man. Wanna, what up, dude? Sorry, guys. Yeah. You ruined it. That's it. It's yeah. over. It's all fucking over. It's over. Yeah. He has the car keys. Oh, that's what you're here for? That's the van keys. Left. I don't know where they are. Right there? That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucker. Like, Bye. As it goes by. <laughs> He's in the van, too. <laughs> Um, it, it just it just shows that like you're kind of lucky, like from like obviously you're not lucky. I think uh, I think uh, everyone gets a roll at the dice, right? You yeah. don't get a choice at it, yeah. and it's just whatever hand you're given, you're dealt with, and you just kind of adjust to it. I mean, it's sink or swim. You know what I mean? It's either you're gonna fucking deal with it or you're not. You're you're either gonna let life fuck you in the end. Uh, fuck you in the end (laughs) in the rear end yeah yeah you know what I mean you're gonna let it do that or you're gonna fucking overcome adversity and you're gonna become a stronger person from it you know what I mean I think it just depends on the individual you know what I mean I I think anybody anybody everybody has a mind in their own fucking hands and at the end of the day you have your own mind you know what I mean well I mean everybody yeah we we like to assume that everyone does yeah for the most part you know some people like but um you like I still think I'm like like I remember this kid from high school. I'm like, like we we went to high school together. Like we like went in together. Like I remember even orientation we did together. I'm like, I see him. I'm like, it's like my parents didn't give a fuck about me, but they never inflicted anything bad in me. Oh, I mean they give a fuck about me to extent, but they didn't, they weren't like you know what I mean. Like you know it was a little bit easier. Sometimes people love in different ways. No, 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 yeah, yeah. But I think they're doing the like. They don't know that they're doing damage to you because you're just like fuck. Like you guys don't give a fuck about. Me. Yeah. But it's just like you know. No, no, no. I'm not trying to say. I'm sorry. I won't hear yeah. the shit on here. But uh, like my point is like, like and I look at him. Like his parents were more like you're dumbass. You know what I mean? And like and maybe they loved him. I'm not saying you know. Yeah. But two different sizes. Yeah, but it's like sometimes I think about them. Like, like say Nick. What if his parents? Uh, what if his parents really didn't go fuck about? Him? Or like, what if his parents like really like you know to some extent like left him? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like maybe you know what I mean? Like again, he still has his whole mind, and and like, he could decide whatever the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. But it may it just makes it a tiny bit easier knowing that there's people out there who at least like think about me. You know what I mean? Like uh, I don't know if you had a good relationship with your mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that like you had someone who was nurturing you, or who at least you could like see as like oh like this person cares yeah, if I eat definitely. or not. You know what I mean? Like compared you, to you need a support system. And compared to someone who yeah, doesn't some people that don't have any of that at all yeah like those people are the ones that are at the most risk yeah of not succeeding you know in some way like yeah maybe you know nick's parents they they told him to leave the house but in some way they were trying to teach him a lesson yeah. because they love him because if, maybe if, if that was gonna come back in a day they, if they just allowed it to continue yeah then he would learn no lesson and his life would have gotten extremely and for sure weird. my dad's like a old school like East LA like tough love like yeah. scared He's straight like, type you. of motherfucker yeah. well, you're not gonna fucking disrespect me like, no, <laughs> out of my yeah. fucking house yeah. Yeah. kick rocks you know? yeah. and, so and, we, and then learn how to come correct and now look at you guys now and I, I think um, now you're in a Walters and a punk man let's <laughs> go and I think like in terms of like Soya Asesino and stuff I think it's easy for people on the outside looking in that aren't in those environments or have no experience or interaction with like being raised like that or being around people that are like going through all that shit i think it's easy to like make judgments and and kind of like have an opinion on shit um but a lot of this stuff is so much bigger than just like 
gang violence or or drug addiction all of that shit is like it's a systemic issue yeah systemic and that's also surface level like yeah you know there's a lot of internal issues and there's a lot of layers to everything you know you you have to really like i i wrote that song a long time ago and that was if you read the lyrics it's almost through like a first person you know what i mean it's it's almost a conversational song it's like you know someone being like the lyrics being like you wrote that song Yeah. Oh wait, so you don't write the songs? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't write any of the songs? But he no, 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 I do. No, he writes yeah. the songs. Oh wait, yeah, but that one was oh, okay, something. But that's something right? like I, I wrote a long time ago, and it was just like a song. It was a conversational song, and it just what what I thought from what my point of view life was like. That's that's what it looked like to me. Like you're from the hood, you know, and you're gonna fucking do what you have to do. You know what I mean? Sink or swim. You know, it's just one of those songs, and it's it it talks about also like like not having that support system and if like if you read that it's like the, the song there's a part where it's like you know mama wasn't there because needles and drugs you know it's just like that's okay yeah that's why i am the, ass- the assassino that i am you know what i mean it's just like one of those songs it's just I don't know how to explain it. Because people in, in those situations yeah. are are coping and doing the best that they can with the tools that they were given. You know what I mean? So for some people, it's like they, they react in a certain way, not because, like, that's how they want to react, but that's all they fucking know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I definitely wasn't trying to romanticize anything about that song. That was just, like, a reality song. Yeah. I think that's also what I would like to get across. It's, like, wasn't romanticizing anything about, like, that that fucking life it's just that's what it was yeah that's what it totally is and people don't understand like the person who asked us about that were like they were from Europe oh you know what I mean like they have no idea like what is the hood like no we know what that is but across like the globe not everyone understands what that means I mean that's a good thing because now uh, Mm -hmm. someone in Europe reads that and they're like oh now I understand a little bit yeah what a little bit is better than nothing you know what I mean for sure definitely that's where it starts yeah that's where yeah yeah, um, yeah. I like to keep on going, but we already got an hour and a half, and I don't feel like that's oh, good. Fuck, that's really? that's good. That's, that's really lot, yeah. Um, <coughs> anything you guys want to say for, like for the future? Anything coming up? When's this uh, gonna be out? Um, late January. Late January. What we have coming up? I don't know, but if you listen this far, <laughs> s- send send Nick a picture of. A selfie of yourself with a with a shoe on your head, so I know it's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it comes out. Holy shit! Yeah. This motherfucker listens to the chill. Whole thing. <laughs> it's like chill the fuck crazy. out. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. but we have a crazy year ahead of us, and like. Yeah, they're gonna tour more. Yeah, we're doing a tour. Uh, so self sabotage, and the runs is going on tour in February, for like ten days or something. Yeah, like ten we're gonna days. go to Mexico in March, and hopefully Europe in August. Um, and then I think we're gonna do a month on the East Coast in June. You guys are gonna go to Europe, yeah. all with the runs, or just you guys? Self sabotage. No, just self sabotage. No, no, no. With like, with like touring with them. Oh, oh the no, no, no. no. That's we're only touring with them in February. Okay, and then after that, you guys are yeah, everything just else you guys. is just yeah, us and like corrupted youth. So okay. <coughs> all right. Yeah, but the month in June that's gonna be just self sabotage. There's other bands that are talking to us right now about trying to go along, but nothing's for sure. Okay. All right, we're going to do this or that. And then wrap it up. Cool with that. All right. Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, orange soda or Coke? Coke. 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 Coke.
Oh what? No, we're gonna do, do a this or a this or that. So at the end, I do I do like a oh like soda like Coke? yeah like metallic or Slayer. I'm gonna choose orange soda. Coke. Yeah. Coke. Slayer Metallica. Metallica, Metallica dude. What the fuck? Metallica. Get the fuck out of Slayer. Damn. Uh, all right, um, obituary or Cannibal Corp? Cannibal Corp. I don't like either or. You don't like death metal? I like death metal. Oh, I just don't like that. I don't like those two bands. Um, it's a hipster, dude. Look at the beanie. He's a racist. What? Infest or Spaz? Fuck. Infest. I think I'm going to have to say Spaz. For real? Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's kind of crazy. And now I know. <laughs> now I know who I'm hanging out with. <laughs> now I know who my, who my fucking uh, bandmate is. Target or Walmart? Damn, what do I have to get? Fias Paredes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> fuck Fias Paredes. I was like, the swap meet, because for real, the only thing I'm ever going to go to Walmart is so we can sleep in the parking lot if we're on tour. Yeah. And if I have to buy, like, socks. Socks? Yeah, straight up. I'll go to Walmart for socks. Okay. Bro, we were, where the fuck were we? Was it Little Rock or Arkansas or whatever? Like, bro, we gotta fucking stop at Walmart out here. <laughs> yeah, you can see what's up. We gotta see the signs, bro. He's like, Look, it's, this it's shit was different. Science, bro. It's we different in it. there. We didn't do it because I wanted to go to Walmart. It was because I wanted to see the people. Because yeah. we were in the fucking the trenches, like you said. <laughs> fucking, bro, like, I feel like it was like Duck Dynasty over there. Yeah. Like, everyone was fucking wearing overalls, bro. Overalls. They were looking at us fucking different. They yeah, their fucking funny. eyes were farther apart from their nose like <laughs> what are they put in Arkansas's water <laughs> hey, hey no hey shout out to people in Arkansas but straight up everyone looks a little different over there and I'm sure we look different <laughs> we're for sure aliens <laughs> to them <laughs> so why are your eyes too cold <laughs> <laughs> you're not from around here <laughs> Right. Dangerfield, what kind of last name is that? Dangerfield must be a Mexican. <laughs> we don't want no danger. No, it's straight up, brother. I want to see what it is. I just want to see the sides, dude. And you know what? They sell different things. They sell, like, like I said, like... The 3D Doritos Spicy Ranch? Yes, that. They sell they here thing? Oh, well, Look, yeah. We're, we're still, it, that shit was, like, on their fucking... The top of the nutritional... <laughs> Oh, they're like, they, they sold like fucking full jumpsuits that were like for winter and shit. It was different. It was no. just different. It wasn't that different. That's, that's I just wanted everybody to get soft. That's why they, that's why they separate the yeah, eyes in 3D. Up, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Green Day or, or Rancid? Rancid. For sure? Yeah. You're gonna, you'll die on that, for sure? I'll die on that. Okay, for sure. Why? Vans or DC? Vans. Yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Who the, why would I like if I if I can like get unlimited bands or unlimited DCs? I'll get limited bands. Yeah yeah. Punk or hardcore? Uh, punk. I'll, I'll go with punk. You hear that, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've said I, I, I've done, I've done this question many times, and yeah. and everybody who was in were like you'd be like, oh that's hardcore dude. It's like punk because it's like it's like saying um it's like saying we'd rather get juice or water forever. You gotta get water. You need you need water. You can't be drinking yeah. juice. You can't be drinking water with a chemical in it. That's true. That's uh. Uh, That's deep. Death threat or coldest life? The what? Death threat or coldest life? I don't even know what that is. Listen to coldest life. Yeah, I need. L- to listen to coldest life. Uh, you need to put me on game, bro. Because yeah. I still listen to like everybody should listen to coldest life in the world. I, what am I still listening to right now? Infest, vacations. Infest. <laughs> vacations. I was oh, crying. Like, I just, bro, I listen to indie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was listening to Tiger's Jaw all oh, fucking day, dude. Mac DeMarco and fucking uh, vacations is what all I listen to right now. 
They went back to Marco? Straight up, bro. Damn, that shit's boring. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. <laughs> See, the beard cuts off his circulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <a> smooth brain. <laughs> He's, I, I almost said it Mark no Marcus when he's like he's like man he's like I should have got an oat milk hey <laughs> but oat milk's bomb though yeah, it's like it it's cold brew honestly though. it's a good choice <laughs> I should have got in my cold brew I with the darker coffee, rust. bro I'll fucking have like a panic attack if really? I have coffee swear to god I love coffee. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll do. I would do cocaine before fucking coffee. <laughs> Might as well do cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy. Joyce Maynard or title fight. Title fight, a hundred percent. Title fight. Um, turnstile. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or turnstile or the story so far. Turnstile, hundred percent. Nah, you got nothing. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Oh, yeah. Cool Ranch. <laughs> there you go. Uh, mindset or the Rival Mob? Damn. Rival Mob, 100%. Rival mob. Yeah. I'm going to have to go Mindset. They're just... I love Rival Mob. Mindset? I really? Love I don't even them. like Mindset myself. I, like, oh, I love Mindset. Dude, Rival Mob. I like like one song from that band. The Rival Mob is amazing, though. The yeah, Rival Mob is amazing. Yeah. That's... That's hardcore for the hardcore, dude. That's all I'm saying. That's like hardcore for. I feel like that's you know, and that's what I thought was like. I thought Rival Mob is what hardcore is like to me. That that's like the fucking schematic for perfect fucking hardcore. Says, to me, to me, I feel when I think of hardcore, Chromax. Yes and no at the same time. For what, what do you think Chromax is? I mean, like, I, it, I think before the, the age of coral and like before the coral are amazing. That's that's hardcore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But everything after that, I'm like. I don't know. It got weird. They got metal. Yeah. They fucking did Cross all Eric Krishna. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Generacion, you see that? Or Prisión Postomo? Generacion, just because, like, I, I love that band. I love that band so much. I played with them in Pittsburgh at Skullfest. But I mean, I've also seen them many times here in LA. Shout out to Tony from Generacion. And no, no offense to the other band. They're a good band, too. Um, Crass or The Misfits? Crass, dude. Crass. What? Uh, the Misfits or Social Distortion? Misfits. Misfits. The Specials or Operation Ivy? Specials. Specials all day. The Addicts. Or Coxbar. Fuck. Damn, Coxbar. that's hard, dude. I love the Addicts so much. Probably the Addicts is like my second favorite band ever. I'm gonna have to go Coxbar too, though. Damn, really? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think you need to dig a little deeper and get into that Coxbar shit. No, I love Coxbar, but the Addicts, I feel like, is so beautiful. Like, 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 even like the later shit that's not even on Spotify. Like, the, mm -hmm. like he actually just released like a Just Monkey. Yeah, like it's all good. that, shit, all that shit's good. good. It's all good, but it's just nothing beats Coxbar. It's just Coxbar is Coxbar, bro. Yeah. I, I, I learned I, when I was a kid, my neighbor gave me a snare, and then we had an old, uh, mattress on the floor like on, outside on the dirt and I would just play the like I would play uh, like the attics with like a bucket an uh, old snare and then use like the the bed like I would sit on the bed like dude I was just I love the attics so much <laughs> I'm gonna get an attic set after this let's go literally fine um, alright Cox Bar or Blitz Cox Bar Blitz 100% Cox Bar okay. fucking oi brother <laughs> oi brother uh, that food died in Texas who? He got hit by, I think he got hit by a car. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The singer from Blitz. Yeah. Brett. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Converse or Vans? Vans. Fuck. I love them both. Yeah, Converse and you're nothing less. Yeah, I know. I love Sponsored them. by Converse. But they're not. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me what that's Converse because what they are, the, those are the Walmart shoes. Those <laughs> are <laughs> the Walmart. The Walmart Converse. The they're, wa- they're the Converse. <laughs> the nothing verse. Airwalks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> those are Shaq's shoes, dude. I don't know. Answer, fool. You gotta answer. Yes. Jordans or Nike? Jordan? Jordan? <laughs> Jordans? <laughs> Nike. Um, I guess if I had to choose Nike, I don't, I don't really wear either, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Nike. Dodgers or Lakers? Damn. It's two different things. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pick the sport. Uh, I, I would say Dodgers, but damn, I like them both. Dodgers, just because it just feels very L.A. Mm. It feels like the heart of LA. Also, but fuck the Dodger Stadium. Yeah, Chavez Ravine. What's up yeah, with that? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, what's up with that? What we know? We want. Oh, answers. you don't know? The what? Damn. Damn. Do you All know? Right. Do you go, know go, where go, they go. built that shit? Where oh yeah, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was something else, like New LA. But I mean, I guess for like, Still well, for some LA pride, yeah, Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, send a picture of of uh, of Nick or Roman. No, 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 no. You have to take a selfie of yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's with a, a shoe, shoe on, on your head. head. Yeah, with a shoe on your head. With a fucking Vans. They're like, I want to know they listen, but I don't have my shoes on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got sandals. Put like, something on your head. <laughs> I just need to know, make sure it's real. Yeah, hashtag I listen to uh, Dangerfield. And uh, go start a fucking band. And if you don't know how to play an instrument, who cares? Do it anyways. Yeah. yeah. Just well, sing like Nick. Pick You're up a camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, straight up, dude. Yeah, or pick up a camera. You can do it. <laughs> or go fucking write a zine or do something, dude. You know, yeah. everyone start can get podcast. involved. Yeah. Start, a start a podcast. <laughs> start a podcast. Yeah, I can. I couldn't find. Yeah, or if you're in South Central, like hardcore, or if you're like in the surrounding areas, yeah. anything fucking near it. Like, yeah. just, or you want to start a Cox Bar band? Hit this fool up. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Of <laughs> uh, the addicts cover band. Addicts cover band. All right, thank you for listening. Later. Peace.